Hello everybody, my name is Darren and I write a blog called A Demon's Voice about movies and shit like that. You can find it at ademonsvoice.blogspot.com and I'm also on Twitter at Demon's Voice, which you should definitely follow me because why the fuck not? Hi you all, hope you're all well. Mine is, uh, my week has been shit as usual. Lockdown seems to have been somewhat lifted this weekend, which means that people have gone fucking mad. I went into Aldi yesterday where we are still supposed to be social distancing and it was like fucking Hillsborough in there. I went out for a jog afterwards where I bumped into my friend Greg, who said I looked like Forrest Gump. Because I'm running, he s I said. No, he replied, because you look like a retard. It's not very politically correct, is it? Oh dear. I wouldn't mind, but I was already fail uh, feeling pretty bad having gone into the estate agents earlier that day and been made to feel fucking old. Have you seen the age of them? The average estate agent now seems to be about the about 18 years old. And so when I walked into the office and they were all just sat at their desks and then they saw me and they all looked up and they said, Good afternoon, Mr. Hopwood. I felt like a fucking supply teacher. I don't like buying a property off people who have such an age difference between me that at some point in history I might have legally been, legally been allowed to give them the cane. I was then charged £200 for Sears fees by my solicitor, which was fucking bullshit. What the actual fuck are Sears fees? Because I'm imagining it, it's just some cunt reading tea leaves and then telling me that I'm about to be ripped off. All the children in the office that I was ranting that to looked confused until one of them told me that it's not called Sears fees but searches fees. Still fucking bullshit though. Anyway, I saw the film Disturbia this week, and obviously related to it, because it's about a film, in, or it's a film about a boy who's stuck inside his room and he can't do anything, he's going mad, and that is how I feel. Enjoy, cheers! Disturbia is a film about a guy played by Shia LaBeouf who is put under house arrest for living the dream and punching out one of his fucking teachers. We've all been there, haven't we? An authority figure has given us a shitty look or a pissy comment, and then we have spent the rest of the day just fantasising about what it might have been like to roundhouse kick them into the fucking road. Just imagine if you could do that, and the worst thing that would happen to you is that you get told to stay in the house and stop being naughty for a while. I haven't assaulted anybody, and I'm having to go through that same punishment simply because somebody developed a sniffle after burning a fucking bat. As I write this now, we're in the middle of the corona apocalypse and being told to stay in our houses, and my god, it is fucking boring. What the fuck is there to do? There is nothing, is there? Well, all of our gaming consoles, fine. Streaming services, social media, and I'm basically at a point where I've accidentally wanked my dick down to the size of a fucking toothpick. But other than that, what else is there to do but to look out of the window and wonder what our neighbours might be up to? In the case of Shia LaBeouf, he's convinced that the bloke across the road from him has started to kill people for fun, and I know how he feels. The other day I had to look out the window and I saw Joan from across the road coughing up her fucking guts into the face of our local fucking postman. You might think that the plot of Disturbia sounds slightly familiar, and that's likely because you probably saw the film about 15 years ago when it first came out. Oh, how the world has changed in that time. Just look at Shia LaBeouf and the evolution he's been on. When Disturbia was released, he was doing pretty well for himself. Those were the days before he went mad and started wearing a bag on his head that said, I'm not famous. As the rest of us looked on and thought, no, but you do seem like a bit of a tit. After a few rough years, he's seemingly back on his feet for now and doing his best work in the kind of small indie movies that most people will sadly never bother to see. Probably because right now the rest of us are too busy just trying to go about our daily lives, whilst wearing a bag over our own faces that says I'm not infected. Disturbia is arguably the best of his more mainstream films, with him displaying just enough charm for you to occasionally forget how creepy his fucking character is. A girl moves in next door and he spends so much time staring at her that for a brief chunk of the movie, I forgot that it was about a serial killer over the road and assumed it was about a soon-to-be rapist living under house arrest. At one point he even tells that girl that he's been watching her before reciting her daily routine, to which she responds, that's either the creepiest thing I've ever heard or the most romantic. 
Obviously, it's the creepiest. Now, mace that pervy little worm and his shrewy little piss eyes, and remember to start closing your fucking curtains when you get changed from now on. Of course, the real reason the film probably sounds quite familiar to you is because it's an obvious and unashamed rip-off of Alfred Hitchcock's 1954 film, Rear Window. Both films feature a protagonist that's stuck in their house and whose boredom leads them to start staring out of the window. In the case of Rear Window's James Stewart, it was the car crash that left him debilitated and stuck, whereas the only car crash that Shia LaBeouf has been involved in was the entire Transformers franchise. Wait, take that, you stupid robot franchise. All joking aside, though, LaBeouf's character is actually in quite a serious car crash at the start of the film in which his father is horribly killed, and it really is quite tragic. Should we... Should we take a moment's silence for Shia LaBeouf's character's dead father? Nah, fuck it, who cares, fuck him. In the case of both Disturbia and Rearwinder, the two lead men spot a neighbour that they suspect of being a murderer, and so decide to investigate further, but from the discomfort of their own home. Disturbia might not be the classic that Rearwinder is, but it was still a lot of fun, and I am sure that old Hitchcock would be looking down from his cloud at this film with pride, if it wasn't for the fact that he was a massive sexual predator, and so more likely to be looking up from the fiery pits of hell. Hitchcock's original may have been a nail-biting thriller that explored the nature of voyeurism by drawing parallels between its lead character's actions and ours as a viewer watching their lives through our own screens at home, but there was quite a funny bit in Disturbia in which Shia LaBeouf cleans his ankle tag in a way that makes it look like he's tugging one out in his room. I suppose there's room in cinema for both types of film, isn't there? Rear Window might be an undisputed masterpiece, but Disturbia does have the edge when it comes to its quantity of fake-out wank scenes. Disturbia might only be as deep as a puddle of piss, but it's still smarter than the average teen thriller and so definitely worth checking out. Who remembers The Kings of Leon? Are they still a thing? Their brilliant song Tabor Jean Girl was in this movie and I'd forgotten quite how great they were, or it was at least, so I went back to listen to some of their albums and you know what? They are actually quite shit as it turns out, but that is a good song. They did another song called Milk which is genuinely one of the worst things that I've ever fucking heard in my life. The lead singer just kind of wails like a cow when you're trying to see how far you can stretch its udders. Disturbia not only had the good sense to use just Taper Jean Girl, but it also has Carrie Ann Moss as Shia LaBeouf's mum and David Morse as the film's villain. Neither of those were involved in Kings of Leon as far as I'm aware, but they're really good actors that are always, always worth celebrating whenever they show up on our screens. At one point, Carrie Ann Moss cuts the cable of Shia LaBeouf's TV to stop him from enjoying his house arrest, and I remember seeing that for the first time as a teenager and gasping. It was the worst thing that I'd ever witnessed a person do, certainly to a loved one. Optimus Prime punching Megatron in his cogs means absolutely nothing to me, but a mother cutting the cable on her son's TV is a relatable pain. Other than walking up to his mouth as he slept and taking a shit into it, I can't think of anything worse that somebody could do to somebody they claim to love. I'm in my 30s now, and so obviously that scene has lost some impact on me, now that I'm fully aware that you can reattach a plug, a plug to a cut wire with relative ease. By the time I watch this film again in my 40s, I suspect I might actually know how to do that as well. Perhaps the one thing that this film does that James Stewart's main character was obviously restricted by in Rear Window is to have its main characters utilise a wealth of technology as they go about their spying. The gang in Disturbia use camera phones to text pictures to each other, and they use the internet to research their sinister neighbour's potentially shady past. Oh, it's so cute. Technology has moved on so much now that a lot of what they're doing already feels quite primitive and nostalgic. Watching them follow the man around a shop to snap the occasional photograph now only feels one step above doing a quick doodle of him before attaching it to a fucking raven and sending it off. What are you crazy kids from 2007 up to now? Just have a drone fly into his apartment to retrieve a spunk sample from his underwear drawer and then you can see if there's any matches when you hack into the FBI database. My god, kids have it so easy nowadays when it comes to stalking those around them. Back in the olden days of 2007, you had to be in the same building as the person you were spying on like an actual fly on an actual suspected piece of shit. 
there doesn't seem to be any huge comments on how easy modern technology is making it for us to stalk each other here, which is a shame. A bit of subtext would have been nice, and this seems like such an obvious target. Especially when you consider that if I match with somebody on Tinder, that within three minutes I've tracked down so many online pictures of them that I have to be careful not to mention their 2012 beach holiday is now a well-used entry in my wank bank. The end of Disturbia does somewhat drop the ball by having the main character that they're spying on make a few illogical choices before the whole thing descends into a typical jumpscare-style jump slasher, but for the most part I'd say that the film has held up pretty well. Or maybe this pandemic has just thrown my judgement off and I've started to relate too much to the main character's boredom as he's stuck inside his fucking house. I was on the computer upstairs the other day when there was a flash of light from outside. I assumed it was the lightning because the rain was absolutely fucking lashing down, but when I failed to hear any thunder and the flash happened again, I decided to look out the window to see what it was. What I saw was a girl in about her early 20s, skipping down the road as what I assumed was her boyfriend followed behind. The flash that I'd seen was him taking a photo as she pranced practically naked in the rain. Of course I had to watch the whole thing to ensure that he stayed a safe two metres away from her during this time of social distancing, although... What I saw might not have been as exciting as all of the potential murderers or murders that Shia LaBeouf thinks he's witnessing. I did wonder what the couple would have thought when they checked their photos back the next day, only to spot my fucking face pressed right up against the fucking window in every single one of them. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time. <laughs>